You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast. On today's show, Matt Wyrick joins me to discuss what it was like in the ballpark on Saturday night. There was a shooting outside Nationals Park, and Matt joined us to discuss his experience inside the ballpark and kind of the uh, the events that unfold after what he saw, what he heard. Uh, it really kind of scary scenes here, but it's great to get the perspective of somebody who's actually at the stadium. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy this conversation. Hey everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. As we start, um, I'm going to get both advertisements out of the way. I don't, I don't think it's uh, fair or right for advertisements to break up the type of conversation we're about to have just because it's about a, a shooting at a ballpark, you know, outside of a ballpark. So I don't feel it's appropriate to insert the advertising during those times. Uh, and also want to be fair to our sponsors. Too. It's not fair to our sponsors to have them in those spots because it kind of makes them look bad uh, as well. So we're just going to do both advertisements at the top of the show. Uh, talk about our sponsors right now. So today's show is brought to you by our friends, two old friends, at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the best place to bet on all of your favorite sports action, whether it be NBA, NHL, MLB, college football, NFL, boxing, MMA, whatever it is you like, they've got there at betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today on your tablet, your iPhone, your computer, whatever it is that you'd like to use, you can go there today. Use that promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, locked on, and you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus today. So if you deposit 100 bucks, they'll give you an extra 50 to play with as well at betonline.ag. Once again, free to sign up and a hundred uh, 150% deposit bonus uh, on your next deposit. So if you deposit 100 bucks, get an extra 50 to play with today at betonline.ag. If you use that promo code locked on, that's L O C K E D O N, locked on. All right, and also on today's show, we are brought to you by uh, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar in the game today. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and see their selection available to you at BuiltBar.com. They've got plenty of flavors. There really is something for everybody right now. And if you go there, you use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next purchase. They've got coconut, cherry bar chia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, Strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. So there really is something for everybody there uh, at BuiltBar.com. Once again, go there. Use that promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com for 15% off your next purchase. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked on Nationals podcast. Joining me today, Matt Weirich of NBC Sports Washington. Matt, um, Really interesting. You, you were at the game last night, and I just wanted to talk to you about your experience because you were there as a fan, as I understand it, correct? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you, I just want to hear about, you know, your experience, when it happened, what you saw around you. Um, obviously, we're referring to the shooting that happened last night outside Nationals Park. But just kind of describe to everybody, you know, how things went down and kind of just your observations. Yeah, you know, it was, it was definitely a, a crazy experience. Uh, I was out in uh, Section 211. Uh, which is right down the, the first baseline uh, by the foul pole. Uh, so I wasn't on the same side as the stadium uh, where the shots occurred uh, right outside the third base gate. So I didn't hear them. Uh, a couple of people in my section did. Uh, it was right as the inning was ending. So people were already kind of getting up, moving back to the, the concourse and everything. 
just to get food, go to the bathroom, whatever. Uh, and all of a sudden, the guy next to me nudges me and says, hey, what's going on over there? And we, he points over the center field concourse, and there were just thralls of people just sprinting to the exit. And that's when we all kind of realized, like, okay, something's wrong here. Uh, so I started seeing people ducking down in their seats in the section beneath us. So I turned around and said, you know, this, I think we should duck down. I'm not sure what's going on. And I sit there, I'm in the front row. So I'm right behind the railing, um, overlooking the stadium. Uh, and I'm sitting there literally just on my phone, refreshing Twitter over and over again, just trying to figure out, you know, if I could get any information and then saw a tweet from Mark Zuckerman. I read that aloud to everybody who was sitting around us. Uh, and we decided to go back to the concourse, uh, and we stood up there, an announcement came on uh, as people started running onto the field saying, uh, stay in your stay in the stadium. Uh, there's been an incident outside of the ballpark. Uh, the safest place to be is inside the stadium. So that's, I think they stopped letting people go out. I wasn't over there at center field. I can't say for sure if they mm -hmm. actually did stop people from leaving or not. Um, but that was what they were instructing people to do. Uh, and we had that for about 10 to 15 minutes until another announcement came on saying it was safe to leave uh, through the center field and right field gates uh, and that the incident had occurred over at the third base gate. So uh, at that point, everyone kind of started making their way to the exit. Um, the panic had seemed to die down a little bit, but that, that first 10 to 15 minutes, I think the, the big thing was just no one really knew what was happening. You know, right. if, you didn't, if you didn't hear the, the gunshots, you know, you really weren't sure what was going on until they came over the PA. Now, did you hear them? I did not hear them personally, um, but I know people around me did. So that, yeah, that's because that was kind of my next question is that, you know, um, also it's obviously loud at baseball games, but it was trying, it was hard to tell whether the players heard them because on the, the, the video feed I saw when they had the radio overlaid, I think I forget who's pitching at that point, but whoever it was came off. Finnegan. Yeah. yeah. Finnegan, right. It's right. It was getting his glove checked by the umpire. And so it, it looked like the umpires just kind of kept going, checking the glove. And I didn't know if he'd heard it or not. And um, I couldn't really tell if Dan Colco had heard it either. Actually, it was, it was a TV feed, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I couldn't really tell if Dan Colco or F.P. Santangelo had heard it. Davey and, says he heard it right away. And he knew right. immediately that it was gunshots. So the, mm -hmm. some people down the field level heard it. I know that some of the Padres players immediately rushed out uh, and grabbed some kids and, and families uh, from the stands and brought them into the dugout. And that was kind of the national side. They did the same thing. Um, just kind of letting people in, letting them shelter in. So I think they responded quickly enough where they, you know, recognized immediately what was happening. So you, did other people in your section not hear it? Because you said you looked out to the opposite. You were on the right field side, right? So mm -hmm. the opposite side of the stadium. So you said that when um, you knew something was up, when you looked over and the guy next to you said, look, look in the concourse and, the, the shots of the concourse are pretty, pretty, I mean, pretty scary. I mean, when you yeah. see that many people running like that, like what were you thinking when you saw that kind of mass group? I mean, you just kind of, I mean, didn't it, really it know was, what to think. It was surreal. I mean, I like, mm -hmm. I've never been in a situation like this before. So to, you know, be kind of thrust into it all of a sudden, you know, you, there, there's no warning for something like this, you know, you just kind of have to look around and, and realize what's happening and, and try to, you know, make sure you're, you're looking out for your safety. So I, I think, you know, my, my first thought was, you know, telling my friends who I was there with, like, Hey guys, get down, you know, you know, right. protect your own. Like Davey Martinez was saying in his press conference today, you know, I was just making sure my friends were okay. And uh, from there, you know, it was kind of like, all right, what do we do? You know, what, what, what was the game plan here? And 
with with no announcement right away we really weren't sure then you know they came on and said you know stay in the stadium so we were like okay i think i think it'd be safer up on the concourse than out in the now open. how long did it tell them to, to take them to, to, to have that announcement made my my sense of time was a little fuzzled but you know mm -hmm. it was between five to ten minutes mm -hmm. uh so i'd say there was at least five minutes there where you know nobody really knew what was going on and it was just kind of mass confusion uh i don't you know the panic i think kind of set in when that first announcement came up i think that's when people really you know not just those on that side of the stadium but everyone in the stadium you know started to be really scared and you know trying to figure out what to do uh and then uh, it kind of subsided the next announcement when they said you could leave now when people when they told you guys to remain in the stadium is that when people began running onto the field is that is that what you observed because that is that was uh, as people were on the field yes that's when they made that announcement i was i was watching them running into the dugout as the pa announcer came on now did you see the players did you see tatis and machado open the gate up um or did you just did you, like how were people getting onto the field kind of was my question yeah i saw people climbing over the railings i didn't see like any specific player you know i've seen the videos since of like tatis and machado running over but uh, you know, I saw one of the gates being opened. I saw people climbing over. Um, it didn't look like anyone was being told to stop. And that was another indicator for me. Like, you know, this is, this is crazy. You know, that they're, they're telling people, you know, it's okay, get down here, come to safety. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any specific player do anything, but just, it looked like, you know, they were, the fans were being told they could go down there. Yeah. The video is pretty jarring. You guys, you guys can see it. they open the gate, they start letting people down into the field and, and helping them get into the, uh, into the dugout. Um, it, it was, it was surreal kind of tracking all of it last night. Now, when you were in the concourse, what were you observing? Cause I saw videos of people turning over tables and hiding behind tables. Um, you know, it, it did see, I mean, there was a certain amount of, yes, look out for your own, make sure everybody's okay. But it did seem like people were really trying to help each other. Yeah, uh, getting to to better spots, better situations. Everybody's trying to make sure you know the families they were staying together, um, and whatnot. And people were asking each other, you know, what's going on, and then trying to help each other. What yeah. did you kind of observe in the concourse? I mean, it was you know a lot of people just asking like, hey, do you know what's going on? Like all the the staff members uh, that work for the Nats, you know, in the blue shirts, they were all gathered together, you know, in different point. I think they were all coming together trying to figure out, you know, between them, like what you know, what are you hearing over the radio? What should we tell people? And they, you know, as soon as the PA announcer, his announcement went up, uh, the, the at least the people who were standing behind my section, they started telling people, you know, the safest place is inside the stadium, stay inside the stadium. This will be instructed. Mm -hmm. so they were passing along that message. Uh, you know, fans were, were then passing along. I, you know, like I said, I was scrolling through Twitter, literally just trying to, to see if there could be any verified reports that I could pass on to people. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. You know, at that point, everybody is just a human being, you know, and you're mm -hmm. just really hoping that, you know, fearing the worst and hoping that everybody is safe and that nobody, you know, gets seriously injured. Yeah. Um, you know, do you, it's kind of a tough question to ask in the moment, but do you feel like it was handled the best possible way it could have been? Um, I mean, I don't know what the playbook for this kind of right, situation exactly. is, you know? And so for me, the, the initial panic uh before any announcement was made it, it's kind of hard to prevent that because you know mm -hmm. people are just reacting to hearing gunshots and their you know first reaction is going to be run away and the the place to go was the center field gate so you know i don't know if that could have been prevented um but you know i felt like that the, the people who were nearby me the people who were on the field uh that we've heard from they all acted swiftly 
and you know tried to to spring into action and make sure everybody was safe and thank god that their actions weren't necessary you know in the end because it, right. it was outside the stadium but you know from what i saw i felt like it was handled in the best possible way you know it's impossible to prepare for a situation like that so uh, you know, maybe the, the Nationals could have been a little quicker getting something up on the PA system and mm -hmm. uh, Masson could have put out something on the TV because I know they kind of switched to like a rain delay type situation. Yeah, it was a dual. Uh, I, was, I turned it over and there was two. There was a live shot of what was happening in the stadium. And there was a shot of I think Cornhole was on. Yeah. Um, it, so we could do which was kind of weird and bizarre. I guess to also too, is like they don't have anybody right at the desk to go during rain delay. It's a big problem, yeah. too, right? It means they don't have anybody to go. Um, you know, the, the part to me that I think hurt the most was obviously out, outside of the actual, you know, the horrifying the fear and stuff, but um, the fact that it's like you have to maybe think about, people are going to think about this now when going to a baseball game, right? Mm -hmm. When a baseball stadium is like the last place you feel like you should be thinking about anything kind of negative like that. Like, you know, it's, I'm not trying to make this political at all, but, you know, like the fact that that's the, kind of the last place where I think about things like that happening. I, I mean, I've been in classrooms when I was in college where I thought about something like that happening um, and what I would do, right? But never mm -hmm. have I gone to a place like that, big crowd, because you, you just kind of think, you know, look, while there's a lot of people there, there's also a large security presence, right? There's a large police presence. Yeah. To, to me, that's the, the horrifying part. It's like people were there with their families. Um, I went there with my, you know, my girlfriend recently. I went there with my dad and my grandfather recently. And, you know, just kind of, and, and plan, I was planning a trip to go there with my, my friends, a couple, you know, soon. And the the thing that's scary the most is like the fact that other people were there right you were with your friends uh people were there with their families i saw a father and his two sons the fact that those people you go there to congregate with your family your friends especially now this year right mm -hmm. everything we went through in 2020 like having that happen there at a place like that is just that's the really scary part for me i guess it's just nothing something you never expect you know going right. to a ballpark you know i i i've have been planning to go to this game for weeks with a couple of my buddies um, and, you know, something like this, you know, never, never could have imagined that it happened. And afterwards, you know, we were, we were out in, in DC and we were all just kind of shell shocked. I mean, it was literally like, we, we really couldn't even enjoy the rest of our night. It was just kind of like, I think we all just need to go home and, and you know, re recover and reset, you know, from all this. Cause you know, obviously we weren't close to, to what the incident and, my prayer goes out to my prayers go out to the woman who who caught a stray bullet and uh, non-life-threatening injuries but still you know it's, it's it could have it could have it could have easily been you know it could have easily killed her right you know yeah. stray bullets have, have killed people before and it's i mean very happy that happened um i will say this and i will say you know not to not say there's a lot of encouragement and positive that comes out of this but um to me the moments of uh humanity in this were not lost Mm -hmm. um in a in a unknown potential dangerous situation there was a lot of people being active and trying to help their fellow human um whether it be Padres players or um other fans or Dave Martinez in the dugout standing saying you know they are a family too the fans are there were a lot of really brilliant moments I thought of uh, of human spirit and humanity um and I just want to know do you reflect on that at all I mean I know it's you know if you don't feel that at all, which I, I would totally understand because it's such it's probably pretty scary, potentially traumatic experience. Right. But, you know, did, did that stuff, uh, has that occurred to you at all? Yeah, um, no, I mean, it's uh, like I said, I, I wasn't near any of this. So, you know, this right. was all just 
you know, part of being in, in the mass of people. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've definitely reflected on it and, you know, thought about how you know, people really stepped up guys like David Martinez, uh, you know, really standing out for their actions, you know, Tatis, Machado, Will Myers, uh, all these guys who, you know, apparently, you know, had some really selfless actions and, you know, it, it's definitely good to know that there are people like that, uh, you know, even in the world of baseball who will, you know, put their, their lives on the line, uh, and, and go out there and, you know, try to protect people. You know, Davey Martinez talked a lot about how he sees fans as his family. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he, he choked up today in his press conference talking about DC and how there are times when, you know, this city you know, goes through things where, you know, this happens a lot. You know, this isn't, this isn't some, right. you know, once in a blue moon incident, you know, we're, we're talking about Washington DC, you know, there's gun violence problems across the, the city and there's gun violence pro problems across the country. Uh, and, you know, for, to know that there are people who will step up, you know, when it counts the most, it's, it's definitely uh, encouraging uh, to, to see that happen unfold, you know, right, right in front of you. And I think uh, if the Nationals are not to make the playoffs, uh, I, and the, the Padres did, I think it'd be pretty hard for Nats fans not to pull for that team. After yeah. seeing the way those guys acted as people, it's hard not to be in their corner. I, I know it's kind of, you know, the baseball part of it, but I just think it's, like, I think there's now an emotional connection between the people of D.C., the fans over there, Mm -hmm. And uh, what and fans on Twitter, I mean, if you saw it, man, it's just it it did it did really kind of give you some hope in a bad situation. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the baseball stuff seems so secondary now, right? The Nats are doing a lot of injuries and they're not playing very well, but but I mean, it just all that stuff feels really secondary right now. I guess what's happening. How has it been for you since then? I know you're also doing some coverage of it. Um, how has it been, you know, since then, kind of on the coverage side? What's what have been the next steps for you all? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I was technically off last night, so I did, wasn't doing anything work related besides, uh, you know, tweeting, just trying to get the word out, uh, you know, explaining what was going on and, and what we knew uh, at, at those points uh, while we were in the stadium. But, um, you know, came in, woke up this morning and, you know, just kind of, like I said, reflected on it a lot and thought about it. Davey Martinez talked to the media at 11. Uh, so I hopped on his Zoom call and we heard from him, uh, you know, telling telling us what was going through his head, you know, what the, the players, how they're feeling and everything. And uh, just put together a story that was published just before we recorded um, on just kind of Martinez's thoughts and the actions that he, he did. Um, and just kind of my firsthand uh, experiences was what I saw happening across the ballpark. So uh, kind of just trying to put all that to words was, was definitely interesting, you know, being, uh, a writer, you know, somebody who you know is tasked with taking everyday events and, and putting them into words, you know, it, this is something that really will stand out to you. Is you just want to make sure you're you're really nailing it, you know, and, and getting making sure you're you're giving attention to things that deserve to have attention. And I think that actions of people like Martinez is something that you know people need to know happened. And people need to to see, you know, that he's a guy who, who will come through in, in a moment like that uh, and look out for people, not just his players and the people that he knows, but, you know, fans and, and anyone who, who needed help around him, he was, he was looking out for him. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot to process and I'm still processing it for sure. Um, but it's, uh, I'm just glad that, that everybody's okay. Nobody was, was seriously injured and I'm glad that, you know, the Nats are back out there playing baseball again today, because, you know, I think, we can't live in a society of fear. This is you know, something that happened and uh, we, we grow stronger from it. And we can't let, you know, things like this impact uh, stuff like, you know, a baseball game that 
you know, people have watched and played for, you know, over a hundred years. And uh, it's, it's such an important part of the community. Uh, you know, you can't let stuff like that be taken away from people who, you know, have ill intentions. All right, Matt, we really appreciate your time, man. Thanks, thanks for talking about it and, uh, you know, having you on in these circumstances, but uh, really do appreciate you giving us some perspective and insight. Absolutely. No problem, man. Really want to thank Matt Weirich for his time. I know it was not an easy experience for him to, to be there for and to talk about. I think just working through that with him was, um, it was a really great piece of perspective. So I want to appreciate him for the time that he gives us. And he gives us always, he's always very generous with his time. For those of you guys who are active listeners to this podcast, Matt is always super generous with his time. He is somebody that is on the ground covering the team day in, day out, uh, and really just has great perspective. And so to get his perspective from a fan side of things for the other night, that was, uh, that was really um, important for me, and I think it's important for all of us to hear that. Also, we're going to have a second show today. I'm going to have one discussing the events of the weekend on the field, and then we're going to move forward and discuss what the Nationals have coming up next because they're pretty busy, and they got some pretty important games coming up uh, as it pertains to their season, so we'll have that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at LO underscore Nationals. You can follow me, at Josh Neighbors underscore. Until next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.